0: This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, a White House agency finds itself in disagreement with a GAO report on its cross agency goals. A new vehicle for agencies to hook up with job seekers fresh out of college. Meanwhile, a house bill would help provide more stability for one of the VA's top healthcare jobs. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. The Office of Management and Budget is pushing back against a new report from the Government Accountability Office about how it manages cross-agency performance goals. OMB's deputy director for management, Jason Miller, disagrees with four of five GAO recommendations, saying the administration's presidential management agenda is meeting the goals of the Government Performance and Results Management Act. Miller particularly disagrees with GAO's recommendation to have separate goals for IT management and real property management. He says these areas are embedded into the customer experience portion of the PMA. New ideas to bring more equity and accessibility to federal procurement. Federal News Network's Jason Miller tells us more.
1: From broadening the geographic distribution of contracts awarded to improving the training of government procurement officers to limiting the time period and criteria for legal challenges, these are among the eight ideas to reform the federal acquisition process. The Brookings Institution offers up suggestions as some of the ways to make it easier for small minority-owned businesses to work for the government. The SBA found only 1.6% of all federal contract dollars went to companies owned by African Americans in fiscal 2022, while only 1.8% of all federal contract dollars went to firms owned by Latinos. Jason
0: Miller, Federal News Network. To fix federal retirement services, advocacy groups say the Office of Personnel Management needs more funding. Federal News Network's Drew Friedman explains.
1: The National Active and Retired Federal Employees, or NARF, Association is calling for a bigger budget to modernize and oversee OPM's Retirement Services Division. NARF tells bicameral lawmakers that OPM's request to hire 91 new retirement processing employees would help the agency reduce backlogs and better serve federal retirees. NARF is also urging congressional appropriations leaders to fund a 5.2% average federal pay raise for 2024. Drew Friedman, Federal News Network.
0: One Good Government Group has a new initiative trying to bridge the gap between agencies and federal job applicants. The Federal Advisor Certificate Program is meant to help college and university staff members learn how to connect early career job seekers to open federal positions. The Partnership for Public Services participants will take part in a seven-week program to understand how to help college students and graduates apply for openings on USA Jobs. Partnership officials say they hope the program will remove some job applicants' frustrations with the federal hiring process. House Republicans want regular spending updates on the Commerce Department's landmark semiconductor program. Energy and Commerce Committee Chairwoman Kathy McMorris-Rogers and colleagues made the request to Commerce Secretary Gina Raimondo this week. They want monthly reports on how Commerce is distributing funding under the $50 billion Chips and Science Act. The bill includes $39 billion for semiconductor manufacturing incentives. The lawmakers are requesting the first update from the Commerce Department by April 18th. House and Senate lawmakers are focused on expanding how survivors of military sexual trauma get care and benefits from the Department of Veterans Affairs. The Service Members and Veterans Empowerment and Support Act would require the VA to consider non-Department of Defense evidence sources when reviewing MST claims and would expand this standard to all mental health conditions related to MST. The bill would also ensure all former Guard and Reserve members can receive MST-related care and counseling from VA. Senators John Tester and Lisa Murkowski introduced the bill, along with Congresswoman Kelly Pingree. A top Democrat on the House Veterans Affairs Committee is looking for less turnover for a top VA health care job. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has more on that.
1: Ranking member of the Oversight and Investigation Subcommittee, Frank Mervin, introduces the VA Leadership Transformation Act. The bill would grant a five-year term for VA's Undersecretary for Health. The current office holder Sharif El-Nahal, was confirmed by the Senate last summer. He's the first permanent Undersecretary for Health since January 2017. Six previous individuals were either acting as or performing the delegable duties of the Undersecretary of Health prior to Elnhall's confirmation. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network.
0: You're listening to the Federal Newscast. The Air Force will open a new Zero Trust Functional Management Office within its Air Combat Command. Officials say it will centralize a wide range of capabilities and activities related to IT governance. The new office is part of a larger plan to expand Zero Trust strategies as the Air Force seeks to be fully compliant with Zero Trust standards by 2027. Space Force will begin using an integrated operations network, or ION, for its high-performance computing needs. ION is designed to deliver network services to Guardians, and it will work at every classification level. It has high bandwidth and low latency, so it can be used for artificial intelligence and data processing. Space Force Chief Technology and Innovation Officer Lisa Costa says ION will provide a dynamic, cloud-based software-defined mission network that integrates the Space Force across all of its verticals. It will be agnostic in that it will operate with other systems. Meanwhile, the lead agency for security clearance investigations is consolidating its software purchases. Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday reports.
1: The Defense Counterintelligence and Security Agency is centralizing the management of all national background investigations services software under a single contractor. NBIS is the IT backbone of the federal government's background investigations system. It's currently being modernized into a cloud-based platform. But DCSA says a lot of legacy background investigation software is still managed out of data centers. The agency also wants to prevent duplicative software license purchases. DCSA plans to make a direct award for the work to an unidentified 8A Native Hawaiian organization.
0: Justin Doubleday, Federal News Network. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast and subscribe to the Federal Newscast wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Eric White.